This morning, let's talk fudge, barbed wire, and the dog boy. This week's adventure on 10 Minutes with Jim is a search for curiosities, oddities, wonders, and the quirky. Are you ready for a road trip adventure of the unusual kind? Well, cue Rod Serling and the theme from the Twilight Zone. Saddle up and let's go. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. I am Jim Hinckley, and I am your host here at Jim Hinckley's America, where adventures are guaranteed. Today's program is sponsored in part by the Blue Swallow Motel and the Roadrunner Lodge in Tucumcari, New Mexico. These are no mere motels. They are portals to another era, an opportunity for a bit of time travel but without sacrificing modern amenities. The Blue Swallow is a neon frame time capsule where every day is 1946. And the Roadrunner Lodge provides the weary traveler with a bit of 1960s swank. At the Roadrunner Lodge and Blue Swallow Motel, the day's adventure on Route 66 doesn't end when the sun goes down. This program and Jim Hinckley's America are also sponsored in part by supporters of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. And, as always, if you'd like a little bit more information about the magical places we talk about today, contact us through Jim Hinckley's America on Facebook, or check out the travel page on the Jim Hinckley's America website. You might also pick up a copy of my book, 100 Things to Do on Route 66 Before You Die, for additional ideas about where to eat, where to stay, and what to see while traveling iconic Route 66. On this week's adventure, we journey along Route 66 and take a few detours. Let's start with a really long detour up to Minden, Nebraska on U.S. 6, the forgotten cousin of U.S. 66. Here in a dusty little farming community nestled in a sea of corn is one of the most overlooked museum complexes in America, Pioneer Village. Cars, including one of the oldest Buicks in the world, a display that chronicles the history of spark plugs, vintage aircraft engines, steam engines, Abraham Lincoln's personalized tea set, and a series of displays that chronicle the history of the kitchen are just a few of the things that you will find at Pioneer Village. There's also a collection of cameras, slot machines, porcelain dolls, and even a mid-19th century steam-powered locomotive. This is one of those places where you stop to just while away an hour or two, take a break from the road, but you find yourself spending the entire day. Now, back on Route 66... We stop at Uranus, Missouri, near St. Robert. Now, this place is not recommended for anyone that's easily offended. Just consider the cornerstone for this diverse roadside attraction, the Uranus Fudge Factory. Now, imagine every conceivable juvenile joke based on that name, and you'll find it emblazoned on T-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and all manner of souvenirs in a huge store that smells of fresh fudge and candies. By the way, the fudge is superb. That's only the tip of the iceberg. 
On site is a fully stocked outdoor store, a place where you can try a little axe throwing, a couple of lunch counters, escape rooms, and a bar. There is also a circus sideshow museum with a staggering collection of historic memorabilia and displays that harken back to an era when promotion of the dog boy, the mermaid, the sword swallower, and the bearded lady would draw crowds to the carnival from counties far and wide. Now just to the east of Uranus along Route 66 is another quirky stop that I can highly recommend, the Vacuum Cleaner Museum in St. James. More than a century of vacuum cleaner history, including advertisement and packaging, and settings that portray the living room in various decades, are the focal point of the museum, but there's much, much, much more here. The living room displays are peppered with period furniture as well as what was then state-of-the-art technological wonders like Victrolas and radios and telephones and televisions. Do you know what impressed me most about this unique museum? I found it interesting and fascinating. With that said, it reminded me of the Devil's Rope and Route 66 Museum out in McLean, Texas. I spent many an hour under a blazing sun stringing wire on ranches in Arizona and New Mexico and can't count how many times I snagged my pants, shirt, or coat shimmying through a fence. So never in a million years did I imagine visiting a barbed wire museum or did I ever think that I would find it fascinating. This museum is more than just displays that portray the evolution of barbed wire, including military applications. There are sculptures made of wire, equipment manufactured to work with wire, equipment designed to manufacture wire, and some surprising historic applications of barbed wire. As a bonus, there are displays that show the direct connection between McLean and the Titanic. Alfred Rowe was a colorful, pioneering rancher in the Texas Panhandle. Born on February 24, 1853 in Lima, Peru, as a young man he worked two years in the family business in Liverpool, England, before attending the Royal Agricultural College in Gloucestershire. Later, he moved to the United States, learned the ranching business in Colorado and Kansas, and in Texas in 1878, he opened his own spread. When the railroad began laying rails across the panhandle, he donated much of the property for a town site, the town of McLean. By the turn of the century, Rowe was one of the wealthiest men in West Texas. In 1910, he moved his family back to England and began making regular trips between his home there and his ranch in Texas. On a return trip to the States in 1912, he secured a first-class ticket on a new luxury liner, the Titanic. It was his last trip. As with the Devil's Rope Museum and the Vacuum Cleaner Museum, the J.M. Davis Arms and Historic Museum in Claremore, Oklahoma is more than the name implies. Yes, it's a museum that houses the largest private collection of firearms in the world. Did you know that the Germans were developing a rifle in World War II that could shoot around corners? Did you know that for several hundred years Czechoslovakia was the largest manufacturer of guns in the world? Guns, guns owned by the famous and infamous, antique guns, custom guns, experimental guns, and even cannons may dominate the displays in this cavernous museum, but there is so much more to see here. There is a collection of German World War I recruitment posters, Native American arrowheads, and John Wayne memorabilia and music boxes. There is even a rather macabre collection of nooses and hoods used in famous executions.
Now that, my friends, is downright quirky and weird. I just noticed the clock. It looks like we're running out of time this week. So let me share a couple more ideas with you. In Oklahoma City, there is the American Banjo Museum. Houston, Texas is home to the National Museum of Funeral History. In Mecca, California, you can visit the International Banana Museum. And last but not least, if you are into a walk on the dark side of life, the Museum of Death in Hollywood, I will let you use your imagination on that one, but suffice to say, that isn't for the squeamish, the easily offended, or anyone that has trouble sleeping at night. See, I told you that I'm pretty handy at telling people where to go. Discoveries made from years and years of wandering the back roads and the two-lane highways are shared with you every week here on 10 Minutes with Jim, on our website and Facebook page, and of course in our books. Become a follower today and don't miss an adventure. If you order books through the website, I'll deface it with a signature. And if you sign on to our crowdfunding initiative at just $10 per month, I'll send you a copy of 100 Things to Do on Route 66 Before You Die, and I'll even throw in an autograph. Folks, I hope that you can join us next week for another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim. We've got a little something special planned, especially if you're a car nut or have an interest in automobiles that are history and odd trivia. Did you know that the first museum for electric vehicles is on Route 66? Did you know that the first museum for Henry Ford is in Dearborn, Michigan? And did you know that Henry Ford played a role in the founding of Cadillac? Did you know that Jackson, Michigan is about to get a new museum that chronicles the city's rich automotive history that includes more than 20 automobile manufacturers? Next week, join me and the boys of the road crew. Come along for the ride. You can find the music at roadcrew66.com. See you next week for another adventure in Jim Hinckley's America, mi amigos. Adios! Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America